Today on the show, we'll hear from a journalist on the ground in Gaza. We suddenly uh, lost connection of everything, the internet and everything. And we were not able to talk to anyone in different parts across the Gaza Strip. We also have a student loan update and a remembrance for Matthew Perry. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. Today is Monday, October 30th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Israel expanded its ground and air assault on Gaza. That is our first story. Israeli tanks, troops, and military bulldozers entered and remained inside the Palestinian territory over the weekend. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said it was the start of the war's second stage. The ground assault coincided with the most intense aerial bombardment of Gaza since the start of the war. This is according to the United Nations. And on Friday night, Israel cut off phone and internet communications across the territory. People in Gaza were unable to communicate with the outside world or with each other. 28-year-old Palestinian journalist Hind al-Houdari described the situation on the ground in a post on social media. I don't know where my family is. I don't know what's happening. It's also very sad that we don't hear any ambulances, and this may mean that the ambulances are not being able to mobilize and to move and transport, and we're terrified. An official told the Post that communications were partially restored yesterday following pressure from the U.S. Palestinian officials now say over 8,000 people have been killed in Gaza since October 7th. That's when Hamas launched its deadly attack on Israel, killing over 1,400 people. At number two, the gunman in last week's mass killing in Maine was found dead. Robert Card killed at least 18 people in a bowling alley and a restaurant in Lewiston on Wednesday. On Friday, the 40-year-old's body was found nearby at the recycling facility where he had worked before leaving last spring. Police said that he died of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. The discovery ended a massive manhunt that had left thousands of residents afraid to leave their homes. On Saturday night, members of the main community held a vigil on the riverfront in Lisbon, just south of Lewiston, to pray and express their grief for the victims. Gary Totman was one of those who attended the vigil. My best friend's son was killed, and there's another friend of ours that's in the hospital fighting for his life. We had to tell his father that his son had died, and it was terrible. Number three, a federal judge reimposed a gag order on Donald Trump yesterday. Under the order, the former president can't attack witnesses or attorneys ahead of his trial. This is the case dealing with charges of conspiring to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The judge had lifted the order to give Trump time to argue whether the restrictions were unconstitutional. Trump can still appeal, but he'll have to follow these limits on his speech in the meantime. Separately, a Denver judge will hear arguments today on whether the 14th Amendment can be used to stop Trump from running for office again. The provision was originally meant to keep those who sided with the Confederacy during the Civil War from serving in office. But Trump's opponents say that it can be used to keep him off the ballot following his role on the attack on the Capitol on January 6, 2021. And in related news, Mike Pence, Trump's vice president, suspended his bid for the Republican presidential nomination this weekend. 
Actor Matthew Perry was found dead at his home. That's story number four. We'll remember him as the charming and sarcastic Chandler Bing in the long-running sitcom Friends, which started airing in 1994. He received an Emmy nomination for that role and three more for other work. In his 2022 memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, Perry recounted his long struggle with addiction. On Saturday, Perry was found unresponsive in his hot tub in Los Angeles. The official cause of death is still being investigated. He was 54 years old. At number five, the United Auto Workers Union reached a tentative deal with Stellantis, the maker of Jeep. The deal includes a 25% raise over the next four and a half years. It's similar to a deal the UAW reached with Ford last week. Both agreements include some of the union's biggest gains in years. But there's no end in sight for the strike against the last of the big three automakers, General Motors. The union said late Saturday that it's expanding its strike against GM to a Tennessee plant that produces Cadillac SUVs. It was a surprise move after days of marathon talks between the union and the company. Auto workers have been on strike against the big three since September 15th, seeking better pay and benefits. The U.S. will start punishing student loan servicers for making mistakes. That's story number six. Today, the Biden administration will announce that it's withholding $7.2 million from its contract with the Missouri Higher Education Loan Authority. The decision came after the servicer failed to send timely statements to 2.5 million borrowers. That led to more than 830,000 missed payments. It's the first time that the Biden administration has refused to pay a loan servicer, but it may not be the last. This month's restart of student loan payments has been plagued by problems. In some cases, services told certain borrowers they owed more than $10,000 a month. And at number seven, scientists discover two pristine coral reefs deep in the ocean. The reefs were found about a quarter of a mile beneath the sea surface off the Galapagos Islands in the eastern Pacific. Researchers found them while mapping the sea floor with laser scanners on a remotely operated vehicle. They announced the discovery this month. Both are in the Galapagos Marine Reserve, one of the world's largest protected marine areas. The cold water reefs are believed to be thousands of years old. They're home to shrimp, squid, and other animals that thrive in the cold, dark, deep water. We don't know a lot about these kinds of reefs because they're so hard to reach, but studying them may help scientists understand the ocean's hidden diversity in its deepest habitats. You can see photos of the reefs in the 7 newsletter. Just hit the link in our show notes. All right, you're all caught up for today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. You can leave us a rating on Spotify. If you're on Apple, rate the show and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. 
Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.